Welcome to The Christian Working Woman. I'm Mary Lohman, and with me again today is Lisa Bishop. Mary, Welcome, Lisa. it's so good to be here. You know, Lisa, you and I have talked about how critical it is for us as Christ followers to have a community of people who share our faith, mm-hmm. you know? That we don't try to do this Christian life on solo. God never meant for us to go that way, right? Well, it's true, and we even see that in the very beginning, right? And He creates Adam and he creates Eve so that they're not alone. And I think oftentimes we look at that only as a husband and wife scenario, but it really is to mirror companionship and even the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Like in the beginning, God was was modeling, was showing us this idea of community and, and the importance of it. Absolutely true. And you know, I went online recently and there is just tons of stuff written today about social isolation. Oh, yeah. It's become very problematic Mm -hmm. for many people. Now, the pandemic didn't help, but it really started before that. And it's it's the uh, electronics and all that stuff. But it's a problem in our society. Well, right. It's a challenge. And as you said, you know, it it happened before the lockdown for a couple of years uh, because of technology. And, you Mm -hmm. know, oftentimes we can spend so much time on Instagram or Facebook or any other form of social media that we almost create the illusion of connection because yeah. we know about people's lives, but only on the surface. That's right. And so we we kind of trick ourselves into thinking we have a relationship and like, well, wait a minute, I haven't left my apartment or my condo or my house in how long? Yeah. And it becomes harder and harder when we're out of practice and being in community and easier and easier to even watch church online. It's true. Because we just have, there's even been articles that have been written about, uh, you know, how to re-enter into society when you <laughs> yeah. have been, you know, removed yeah. from it for so long. So it's, it's, an, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And I think most churches are now trying to figure out how to get people back into the church service who should be there, yeah. but they've just gotten used to, you know, don't have to get dressed, don't have to worry about anything, sit here on my sofa. And it's not healthy. Mm-mm. It's ju- Even the fact that so many people want to work from home, I know that has its conveniences, but if that's isolation all the time, it's just not healthy. Right, right. Even the work from home Zoom, when people have their, if you are one that has your camera off all the time, Comb your hair and put your camera on. Let me just tell you, because we just miss so much even mm-hmm. with that when we're working from our homes is is being able to see even someone's facial expression. So there's so many things, and you mentioned the health of it. You know, from a Christian perspective, 100%, there's people in the, the, the secular world that have shown that literally, I think, isn't there some uh, an article I read not too long ago about how this isolation actually has a bigger detriment to one's physical health than smoking packs of cigarettes a day. Did you I hear that? I didn't, but I wouldn't Isn't that be surprised. Crazy? Yeah. Well, it's it's really impaired uh it uh, poor sleep quality, impaired immunity, you get sicker easier, mm-hmm. uh cognitive decline. Now yes. that strikes a bell with me. You know? Okay. Your brain starts to <laughs> yeah. you know, isolate and poor vas- cardiovascular, your heart function. I mean, there's it's increased risk of premature death. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound so good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, you know, isolation, too, can cause us to turn to other things than healthy relationships to 
satisfy us. You know, yeah. we may turn to just inordinate amounts of Netflix binging or, you know, food can be an easy go to or, um, you know, even alcohol or, you know, we, we start to make it OK to you know, do a little marijuana every so often because yeah. the world says it's OK or some other drug. And, you know, when we find ourselves going to other things, it's a, it's a good indication that somehow I've mm. I'm. I've lost connection because yeah. really our relationship with God, with Jesus, is meant to give us satisfaction, and he gave us each other for satisfaction, too. I think the other thing that comes to mind for me when it comes to community is sometimes we opt out of it if we uh, are conflict avoidant or mm-hmm. you know, if something has happened and we think it's just easier for me to remove myself rather than to do the hard work of leaning in. You know, Proverbs says iron sharpens iron. Right. And so not letting that messiness of a relationship cause me to retreat and isolate. Does yeah. that make sense? It does. And I, I want to talk a little bit about those of us who are born again, who are Christians, who declare that, you know, Christ is our Savior, how important it is for us to connect with each other. Mm-hmm. You, We just can't do this spiritual journey by ourselves no. and, and have any success. Uh, the Bible tells us in, in Corinthians, it talks about we are the body of Christ mm. and how the hand needs the leg. And I mean, we all need each other. We're not complete by ourselves. That's so true. And I love what you said at the beginning of our time is, you know, not only community, but Christian community. Mm. Now, that that doesn't mean that we don't have community with other people. No, I'm called to be salt and light in relationships where, you know, faith isn't the shared experience. Uh, But to be able to be in relationship with other Christians and other, let's get honest with ourselves, other people who are pursuing really pursuing Jesus because maybe there's even times in our lives where we say I'm a Christian but I'm I'm just a casual Christian I my faith doesn't impact the way that I live and mm. you know, there's also been studies that have shown that you become like the four or five people that are your closest to that you spend the most time with mm-hmm. and so Make sure you spend the most time with Jesus, but make sure you're spending a majority of your time with, with people, people who are encouraging mm-hmm. you in your faith. You know, one of my favorite verses is from Romans 1, and it's 11 and 12. It says, I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. Mm-hmm. That is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Oh, that's so I good. I love those verses, mm-hmm. and they're so... They're like a compass for me. So it's it's the mutuality of a relationship, too. Mm. I'm not just in relationship to get something from you, but that yeah. it's, you know, I long to see you so that we can both impart spiritual gifts, spiritual strength, encouraging yes. each other in our faith. I can think of people in my life who have so invested in me and, and I have in them. I wouldn't be where I am today serving the Lord I don't believe if I hadn't had those people in my life. And uh, we need each other to spur each other on. Uh, I think of the Apostle Paul, how many times in the Scripture he talked about needing others. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, uh, your love has given me great joy and encouragement. You think, you needed great joy? I mean, you know, you're the (laughs) Apostle Paul. But he said it over and over again in his letters. that He needed you. He missed you, whatever. And he was a very strong Christian. We, it's not a matter of whether you're spiritually strong or not. You need each other yeah. to spur each other on, as you said. Do you have any—what what do you think 
might be some other reasons why we would be community avoidant or why we might not engage in like community or relationship or friendship. Are there any other? You mean Christian uh, yeah. community? Fund? I think if you're not really uh, walking with the Lord and, and you know that mm. you're not, you just maybe don't want to be with those people who talk like that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Would you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So you just avoid those people when the Holy Spirit's convicting you and maybe just being in their presence would convict you. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. That might be part of it. I hadn't thought about that. That's good. It's it's like, oh, if I know, if I hang out with those really spiritually mature and wise people, then I got to I gotta up my game, you know, and, yeah. and maybe we're just not in a place where we want to grow in Ready our faith. But it. that's a conversation to have with the Lord, too. What's Absolutely. going on there? Yeah, you know? that's, that doesn't do you any good. But uh, I just really want to impress on everybody listening to us today. Do you have somebody in your life that you can pray with? That at the drop of a hat, you can pick up the phone and say, I'm, I'm going through a tough time right now. Can you pray with me? Mm-hmm. And somebody that you trust completely and, and you have a prayer partner. I, honestly, That's good. you need a prayer partner. Mm-hmm. And um, you need to hear some other body. You need to hear other people pray for you. Doesn't that encourage you when you hear other people pray for it's you? It's huge. I love the topic of prayer, because there are two women in my life, and, and one in particular, who I have known for 22 years. And even though our lives have taken completely different trajectories, I'm going to be 53 this year, single, no kids, um, don't even have a dog. Um, <laughs> but she has been married for twenty about 20 years and has two kids in college and lives in the suburbs. And even though our lives are so quote-unquote different, we have this level of connection and bond and trust with one another. And Mary, it's because we spent a full year, five days a week in the morning, praying Praying with each other on the phone. I believe it. And so it's, you know, prayer, we know it's so powerful. There's a gazillion verses on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But prayer is such an intimate a thing that we enter into with God and with our other people because it really exposes our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, we're confessing, we're mm-hmm. we're you know asking for prayer, we're hearing people pray over us, and so yeah, the the depth of relationship can be super amplified by prayer. I'm so glad you gave that illustration because we so often isolate ourselves based on demographics. Mm. I'm single, I have to be with single. I'm married, I have to. And we miss so much richness, don't we? Uh, yeah. I'm young, she's old. I'm old, she's young. Oh, my goodness. Uh, getting together with women who aren't going through life just like you are can be such a good encouragement. Yeah, it can kind of maybe get you out of your mental rut a little bit, too. And here's a little bit of a shout out. If you're, you know, if you're, if you're married and you have a family and you have single friends and you mm. just haven't invited them over lately because they you know think they want to hang out with you trust me they I, do. you know i have talked with countless women who are single and they would just love to be invited to the table even in a messy house with chaos yes. even if you're just running in from work and you have to order a pizza you know look around you for who is someone that i can invite into community just have coffee together something but take that yeah. first step yeah i really believe that would be so powerful if we would just Get over this hump of, you know, I have these friends because they're like me, mm-hmm. uh, I, especially age-wise. Yeah. 
you know, I'm getting older. I hate to admit it, but I am. <laughs> but I love being around you, so yeah. this is proof. But I love being around young people. And mm-hmm. I had a, a young woman contact me recently. She's moved to Kentucky now, but for years I mentored her before she was married. And, and we laugh at some of the things we went through. She's now married to this guy that she was dating, and he was just too short. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I kept saying, uh-huh. you know. But now I see her, and she's in my life, not continually, but uh, she's in my life, and I see how God's using her, and she's raising four kids. What a joy that is to me, Mm -hmm. and hopefully it's been a joy to her. Don't let these artificial differences keep you from community with other people. Yeah, and you know what? Take the first step right now. Like, there might be someone coming to mind that you think, you know, I haven't talked to that person in a long time, or I'd like to get to know that person a little bit better. Take some action and write a text, reach out and just say, hey, can we grab dinner? Can we grab coffee? And take some action step and and stop thinking about it and just see what the Lord might want to do. You might just discover a whole new exciting area of your life in fellowship with people that you beforehand hadn't thought. And it just takes effort. It just takes somebody making the first step, picking up the phone saying, why don't we do lunch or whatever? Yeah. So we encourage you to do that. We need each other. Mm-hmm. We can't do life alone. Well, Lisa, thank you for this time. Um, I just want to remind you of this verse from Ecclesiastes 4, which says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. And then there's another verse in Ecclesiastes that says, A cord of three is strong, right? So when you have two or three people more in your life, who you can pray with, you can talk with, who you trust, you're rich. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, our time is about up, but I want to remind you that our weekend getaway is coming up April 14-15 here in the Chicago area. Early bird registration deadline is March 17th, so don't miss that opportunity. Maybe you have never come to one of our getaways. Well, I really think you're missing a blessing. You'll be with a bunch of really wonderful women, great speakers, a wonderful lineup, and I promise you, you will leave glad you came. You'll find all that information at christianworkingwoman.org. It's been wonderful to be with you today, Lisa. You too. And to everyone else, we invite you to join us next week for The Christian Working Woman.